occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 50. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we will definitely try to be the ghostesses today, but Abby's mouth is perpetually moist. Don't say that. That's so disgusting. Why would you even bother <laughs> saying that on the show? What are you covering today, you gross little munchkin? Today, I'll regrettably be telling you the story of the Kentucky meat shower. I have no idea what that means. We'll talk about it later. What are you covering? And I'm hyped. I'm talking about a woman who may have woken up in a parallel universe. Ooh. Very exciting. Interesting. Spooky. Sort of, yeah. Definitely spooky. Before I really just repulse you, uh, do you have any any news for me? I do. First of all, episode 50. Can you believe that's crazy? I know, right? We're so old now in terms of podcast. 50 days. Wait. Weeks. <laughs> wait. 50 days. Wait. Wow. One, I don't know. Anyway, strange news. A werewolf may have been spotted in a British cemetery. What? In South London's Camperwell Cemetery, a half-man, half-dog has been reported. It was also reported in 1996, which gave it the name The Werewolf of Camperwell. The first sighting in 1996 happened when a man cut through the cemetery on the way to visit a friend when something grabbed him and pushed him to the ground. He said it was a large creature with dark fur and head and a head like a German shepherd that sniffed him and growled at him before it quickly fled. Interestingly, the man apparently suffers from a disease that dogs can smell, and he thinks that's why it sort of like left him alone. Wow. It was seen more recently when people saw it under a tree before running off, and the creature's currently being researched and investigated by cryptid researcher Andy McGrath. So it's just got like a furry human body with a dog head? Apparently so, should you decide to believe it, but I don't know. As soon as we move away from London... Oh yeah, we moved to Liverpool, which is where I'm originally from. So if you see us, say hi. I wear a mask with a smiley face on it. And Kate is uh, almost six foot tall with bright red hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Abby, <laughs> Abby only ever wears that mask. I changed mine up, but you don't need that. I also have glasses that are the size of my head. So give us a wave. <laughs> Scream at us. We love it. <laughs> Tell us to fuck off. <laughs> okay, so... I'll get right into mine. The sources are strangesound.org, atlasobscura.com, todayifoundout.com, allthatsinteresting.com, wikipedia, bijus.com, and anomalyinfo.com. Before I get started, I wanted to know what popped into your head when I told you I was covering the Kentucky meat shower. Meat shower? Yeah. I imagined a shower with, like, lamb legs falling down upon you. A what? A shower? Like what you what you shower in? Is that not what it is? See, this is why I'm confused. Like I just having a shower and then mutton falls. Yeah, well you said shower. What what did you want me to expect? I imagine like a steak hitting me right in the scalp as I'm trying to shower. Okay, let me tell you what it really is. You're not too far wrong, but it's the wrong meaning of a shower. Right. Cast your minds back to March 3rd, 1876. Oh, back when I was a wee lass. A great year, one we all knew well. The sun is (laughs) shining near Rankin in Bath County, Kentucky. 
Mrs. Crouch, wife of Alan Crouch. Her name is not anywhere. Alan's is. That's all that's important, I suppose, because misogyny was rife. Mrs. Crouch is out in the yard making her soap at around 11 to 12 o'clock under the sweltering sun. Then it starts snowing. As she looks around, she realised that the snow was kind of red and meat-like. Oh my god. Then, as more fell, she realised it looked like fresh, raw meat was falling to the ground. She went back inside, pretty quickly, I imagine, to fetch Alan, and the two of them stood on the porch and watched as chunks of meat fell to the ground. What the f- what the ever-loving fuck <laughs> type in to get this? When the meat your shower oh quit that had stopped <laughs> i thought that i had come up with that i was like oh, no sources are gonna have like delved that low into puns and then i saw that all this interesting had as well so i was like oh so it's not even original it was i wrote it before oh, and right, then i okay. saw that they'd and i was like sure. oh it's gonna look like i've copied them anyway the shower took a few minutes to stop so it was just raining meat for a good good couple minutes that's gross that's so gross they went outside to investigate the sky was still perfectly clear and sunny someone's chucked meat into the city (laughs) to the city they're not even they're in like a small town into the town in the 1800s in the 1800s town Uh, someone with a i don't know man a blender full of cows As a quick side note, when she was questioned about the incident by the press, she recalled hearing the meat slapping on the ground. Ew, that's so gross. (laughs) That's a really gross one. Now, it wasn't even measly amounts of meat. By the end of the shower, an area of 100 yards by 50 yards was left entirely covered in meat. Most of the chunks measured in at about 5 by 5 centimetres, although some were double this size. I've been a vegetarian for a long time now, and I'm sure I've had a nightmare like this before. (laughs) Since it only happened to this patch of land, the Crouches were like, we're cursed. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Right? Like, that's what I would go to. They were like, this is a bad omen. We've pissed someone off. We are cursed because there is meat raining onto our farmland. Or blessed, because that's free meat. I wouldn't eat ground meat. Oh, you would sky meat. Ground meat is something they sell, right? <laughs> oh, stop Ooh. it. Ooh, Abby's funny today. So yeah, the Crouches were like, we're cursed. So then I imagine they were unsure of what to do. So they asked local people, i.e. like neighbours and stuff, to come over and see what on earth had just happened. So soon a bunch of people were at their house, looking at meat skewered on fences, sat on the ground, and hanging from the top of the farmhouse. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. Obviously, everyone wanted to know what the meat was. Some neighbours said that it looked like beef, due to the colour and smell. The smell is something that I cannot imagine. Why were they like, "Mm, let's figure out what kind of meat this is? Well, because you you would be like, why has this meat fallen to the ground? What is it? Mukbang. One hunter, desperate to prove the others wrong, grabbed some in his hands and said it was super greasy, which is only really common in bear meat, apparently. Oh, the more you know. Yeah. If you think grabbing it is a step too far, then you'll hate that a few local guys rocked up and said they'd settle this debate once and for all by tasting it. Oh, no. 
they sunk their teeth into the miscellaneous raw meat and proclaimed that it had to be venison or mutton due to the taste and gaminess of it. Okay, first of all, that's really gross. And second of all, who just grabs floor meat? And second of all... <laughs> you just said second of all. And third... <laughs> and C. And also F. Why... <laughs> You can't taste what meat is all the time through eating it, right? It's like when people say, oh, it tastes like chicken, but it's not. Yeah, I suppose. But like venison has got like a different taste. But say it was bear meat, for example, mm -hmm. and you've never eaten bear meat. How on earth would you know what it tasted like by True. eating this miscellaneous floor meat? True. Terrible idea. But uh, it is. Yeah. I mean, I guess best they were pretty happy with it. So yeah. whatever. Unsatisfied that no one could come to an agreement, the town butcher also went in for a cheeky bite, saying that actually everyone was wrong, because this meat didn't taste like meat, fish, or poultry that he'd ever had. Yeah? Surprise meat. Surprise. Oh my god, was it human meat? Surprise lunch meat. Now personally, I don't know what's worse, having a bunch of dead animal rain down onto your property, or having a bunch of unidentifiable miscellaneous meat there instead. Or also everyone, <laughs> wait, all the meat falling into your garden and then having the whole neighborhood there too. Everyone's looking it. at it. <laughs> Chowing down on the meat. Imagine just being like, ah, a cozy Sunday, finally some me time. Yeah, I and get then to make my soap. Not only do you have meat in your garden, you also have so many people. <laughs> Sounds exhausting, truly. <laughs> Guys, I'm an introvert. Leave me and my meat alone. I feel like when the butcher doesn't know, though, you're all kind of screwed. That man specialises in meat. Is it human meat? I don't know. Oh my god, they never figured it out. How would you have gone about identifying the meat? I would have called the police immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this is back in the 1800s. A waved to them. Waved. Would have been like, I would have called that. Ooh, cooey, like, policeman. There's meat here. I don't know, just sweeped it like, off and good for hope you. for the best. <laughs> Swept it up. Well, luckily, what would you have done? I would have done what this person did. Luckily, someone at the scene wasn't so hellbent on eating the meat, but instead decided to collect some and send it off to scientists. Ah, oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> you were just sweeping it up, destroying evidence. Which is lucky because the Crouch family cat ate a large amount of the meat. No. Yeah. Oh God, is he okay? <laughs> it's fine. I have no clue. I didn't. I just lied to you. I don't know about the cat anymore. One theory was that the meat wasn't even meat at all. It was a kind of cyanobacteria called Nostoc. What on earth does any of that mean? <laughs> I hear your little brain saying to me. Well, cyanobacteria is basically a type of bacteria that conduct photosynthesis. So if you remember GCSE biology, then chloroplasts are descended from cyanobacteria. Okay. Yeah. Nostoc, in particular, is one type of this that survives in a col colony in a gelatinous sheath. There'll be a photo on social medias for everyone at Myths Magic Pod. So that's what you showed me that little keg for. Yeah, because it, it looks like that. It looks... <laughs> I'll, I'll mention this again later, but it looks like a jello salad. I wanted to eat it. <laughs> You're nasty. Um, so yeah. So Nostoc, otherwise known as star jelly, witch's butter, and star slubber, basically swells up when it rains. It's kind of, you can't really see it when it's dry and, and sunny. 
swells up when it rains, so for ages people thought that it was just floating around in the breeze until it rained, at which point it fell from the sky. Right. Sounds like a great explanation, right? Well, it would be. But first of all, it wasn't raining. It was a super sunny day. That's a terrible explanation. Also, Leopold Brandis, I'm pretty sure is how how you say that, he's the man that suggested that Nostock was the cause of the meat shower. I'm sure he was colorblind because I looked at Nostock and it looks like seaweed or jello salad. It's green <laughs> and meat is red. Every single person was like, yeah, fresh, raw meat, red. So I don't know. It looked like fresh meat. Maybe he just wanted to be right. Maybe there was a photo of it where it wasn't so green, but then it was it was brown, like it wasn't it didn't look anything like fresh meat falling from the sky. I applaud the man for trying, but unless I'm missing something, those colours are different. Equally, Nostock tastes like chicken or frog's legs. Yes, it is edible. It's apparently used in different parts of Asia, historically to survive famine, but occasionally as a preferred food stuff. Interesting. So everyone just quietly ignored Leopold as like a thanks but no thanks to your weird Nostock fantasy. Leave us alone. <laughs> it was me. So then along came Dr. A. Mead Edwards. He examined some of the chunks of meat he'd got his hands on. More like A. Meat Edwards, am I right? <sighs> I knew you were going to make the joke. I was like, God, couldn't he have had a different name? So he got his hands on the meat and reported to everyone that they could be the lungs of a horse. Or a human baby. Those are both very different. Wildly, wildly different, right? And imagine hearing that if you were one of those lads that ate it. Oh, the lungs of a human baby. Yeah, mm, hope you enjoyed. So quickly, doctors were trying to disprove the whole human baby chunks flying in the air theory. And Dr. J.W.S. Arnold said, yes, I've analysed it. There's definitely lung tissue, but there's also animal cartilage in there too. So it's definitely not a human baby. Okay, case closed. We're done. No more analysing this, please. <laughs> so so it was just animal lungs and that's all we know? Well, there was also a theory. So we don't. I don't know. I don't know when all of this research was conducted. Like This event took place in the 1800s. Science was not at where it's at now. And... There are still chunks, I'll talk about it later, but there's still definitely at least one chunk of this preserved, but it is far too old to analyse at all, so we just have no clue what this meat is. Mm. There was also a theory by William Livingston Alden. He said that astronomers are saying there's a huge belt of meteoric, me meteoric stones revolving around the sun, and when the Earth comes into contact with that, we get a meteor shower. So then he ran with this logic to say that similarly, we may suppose that there revolves about the sun a belt of venison, mutton, and other meats divided into small fragments which are precipitated upon the earth whenever the paths cross. He was off it. <laughs> he went on to say that it wasn't mutton like as we know it. Instead, it was chunks of flesh of aliens whose planets had been destroyed. This sounds like something that I would say. Right? Terrible. Yeah. William also came up with another theory, though I don't quite know who he thinks wanted to listen to him after that. He said that maybe it was the flesh of people that lived in Kentucky who were having a fight with knives and were then picked up in a whirlwind and strewn across the land. The 1800s was a wild time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who let this man write for the New York Times, but that was his job. That's so funny. <laughs> 
Like, calm it. Then again, though, I have no better explanation. Finally, we come to the generally accepted idea. Vulture vomit. Oh, right. That, yeah, that does make sense, actually. Robert Peter suggested that a flock of vultures had eaten too much and then thrown up simultaneously, and the wind had carried the vulture vomit to that patch of land. See, I heard that, and I was like, why are vultures vomiting together, like, in solidarity? What's that about? <laughs> How often is that? Brothers. But apparently... We all vomit at once. <laughs> we vomit together or we do not vomit at all. But apparently it's pretty common. One will vomit because it ate too much. And then all the others will get so excited that they'll start vomiting too. <laughs> Why are they so excited? Alternatively, they vomit when they see a predator as like a look over there move. Oh, to be a vulture vomiting <laughs> and in then the, the sky. Up, the other vultures join in and then they fly off. And that was it. Everyone took that as a truth and just accepted that the people of their community had eaten vulture vomit and they went on to live their lives. That's disgusting. But... I mean, I think it makes sense. Since then, people haven't forgotten about the weird phenomenon. Back in 2007, Kurt Goder, I'm sorry, I think that's how you say it, turned up to a huge Kentucky market event that they have annually with a bunch of meat-flavoured jelly beans to replicate the meat shower. Because apparently most people in Kentucky do not recall the meat shower, but a few do. So he was like, everyone should know about this. It's important history. Let us know if you know about the meat shower. <laughs> Hit me up if you're from Kentucky and know about this meat shower. Kurt was a professor of art at Transylvania University and thought it would be a good art piece. So apparently, for those interested, his dark red jelly beans tasted like raw bacon or strawberry pork chop. Interesting. And finally, for lovers of obscure showers, this has not been the only event. There are often fish and crustaceans falling from the sky in Great Yarmouth in the UK, whale meat in Oregon, frogs and toads in France, birds in Arkansas, coins in Russia, mud in the eastern United States, and sugar in California. Wow. And now you know. Some weird showers. I would prefer the coins, I think. Yeah, right? To the uh, whale meat, but... You know, I'll take it. Well, the whale meat was not was an isolated incident. They blew up a whale. Oh, golly. Yeah, it it was beached. It was dead. And they were like, how do we get rid of this? So they <laughs> so they just blew it up. They blew it up. And then people were like, that's what meat from the sky. Why? And they were like, oh, our bad. Oh, sorry, I just was blowing up this whale. Sorry, we just stuffed dynamite, dynamite into this giant whale carcass. And now it's everywhere. The weird, the world is such a weird place to be. <laughs> it's, I'm not going to do the scare scale because it's not scary. Five, scary as fuck. <laughs> Dangerous, one, because it might hit you on the head. Bonked by miscellaneous meat. Or maybe a two because that cat could have been ill. <laughs> Likelihood, five. I'll, do you have any alternatives? No. What do you think it was? It must be the the vultures. I literally cannot think of anything else that it could be. Uh, I guess, yeah. Literally, they, they what prayed else? for meat and then they got it. What else could it be? Well, I hope you enjoyed that one. You want to plug us? Oh, I definitely do. <laughs> and I definitely did. If you like the podcast, please go follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Myths Magic Pod. Also Twitter, but we don't really use that quite as much. 
And if you want to support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that. Thank you to everybody who already joined our Patreon. Woo. And you can do that at patreon.com forward slash mismagicmurder. So over on Patreon, we plug this every episode because we do not make money from this. And it really helps us out because running a podcast is not as cheap as you might think it is. But on Patreon, you can get a merch discount of 10%. So we also have merch if you haven't listened to the past couple episodes. You can see that over on mythsmagicandmurder.com. Yeah, I just click the click the merch button. Yeah, uh, so you can get that. You get extra episodes. You get pre-release stuff. You can uh, talk to us if you want. It's only me, <laughs> so you can talk That's to me. That's not true. I post sometimes. Mm, yeah, if you want to believe that, then you believe that. So today I'm talking about a very strange case, and it's about a woman who may have woken up in a parallel universe. So my sources are strangerdimensions.com, ghosttheory.com, coolinterestingstuff.com, anomalian.com. Did you just make that up? Coolinterestingstuff.com. Uh, website, <laughs> uh, conspiracyarchives.com. So this story begins on July 16th, 2008. What a great year, 2008. I think I was in year six. Big bops came out that year, I'll tell you that one. God, yeah. 41-year-old Lorena Garcia Gordo woke up as normal in her bed. However, the sheets were a different colour. In fact, they weren't even a different colour, they were an entirely different design. Oh. Pretty weird. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Lorena was obviously extremely confused, and she tried to find a rational explanation, but she failed to do so. However, she tried to ignore this strange occurrence because she needed to go to work. So she completed her morning routine, got in her car, which is where she left it the following evening, Mm -hmm. and then she completed the path that she always did as normal. When she arrived at the place she'd been working at for the last 20 years, she noticed quite a lot of unfamiliar faces in the office building. But again, didn't really think much of it. New people, you see them all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, like, people from different sectors or whatever. Yeah, so heading t- into her office, she noticed a different name on the door. So she quickly thought that she was on the wrong floor. However, after further inspection, it was clear that this was the right floor, but her name had been replaced. Okay, office prank. Panicking, Lorena thought that she'd been fired and they'd failed to let her know. Oh my god. So she took out her laptop and connected to the office Wi-Fi. So after checking the company's list, it showed that she was still working there, but in an entirely different department under a different manager. So she was like, okay, weird. So she pulled out her credit card, ID, and driver's license from her purse to make sure everything was, like, to just check, I guess. Mm -hmm. So her name, numbers, address, and everything else was the same. So she was just like, I am losing my mind. And she called her manager to say that she was having a sick day. So from here, she went straight to the doctor to tell him that something was obviously wrong with her. Mm-hmm. The doctor ran a bunch of tests, including checking her for signs of drugs or alcohol in her system, but they all came back negative, and the doctor just dismissed her. So she headed back home to check on her personal documents, bills and statements and everything like that. They all had the right information on them, so she was like, I'm experiencing amnesia, mm-hmm. I've had an accident, and I've forgotten big parts of my life. So what would you do at this point? I don't really know, um, because I think I would try and figure out, I think I would, like, email my, my manager and just be like, hiya, um, I didn't get the relocation email through, you know, and then if he's like, what relocation email, you can be like, oh, sorry, sent that to the wrong person, you know what I mean? Or something to just be like, because I think I would 
before I got to the stage of checking all my IDs, I think I would kind of check in with other people first. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Like, people that know you, people that you work for, or, like, your friends or your family or whatever. Fair. Um, so I think I'd do that. But after that, I'm not really too sure. After that, if if... I don't know, you're just literally missing parts, then I don't know. I'd go to the doctor, like talk to my friends <laughs> well she got on the internet and began checking everything out about her and everything else to make sure that she wasn't having amnesia Fair. and the news was the same as it was yesterday so she clearly hadn't missed any days it was the same day mm. everything was just different and six months prior to this she'd broken up with her long-term boyfriend of seven years and in the last four months she'd started seeing a different man named augustine that lived very close to her mm-hmm so she called Augustine on his landline, only for someone else to pick up and tell her that nobody called Augustine lived in their house, and that she had the wrong number. So she didn't know what to do, because she'd been very close to him. She, mm-hmm. He was like her go-to person to talk to. Yeah. And she was also really close to his son. I guess you'd just phone your ex and be like, hiya, I think I'm going crazy. Well, as the day went by, she noticed more inconsistencies around her house. Things that she hadn't bought, clothes she'd never worn... And most surprisingly, her ex-boyfriend that she was still in a relationship with. Oh. Yeah, they hadn't broken up in this timeline, I guess. If that's what happened. But what else has happened? The only thing that she could think of was that she'd had a nervous breakdown. And one that was so severe that he'd given her false memories. So she booked herself in to see a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Tests concluded that she was perfectly fine. But the doctor suggested that maybe she'd given herself bad hallucinations through being under a lot of stress and she seriously considered this but she knew that it wasn't true so she did what i guess you have to do and settled into her new strange life yeah which was obviously i imagine very uncomfortable and she tried to figure things out she even hired a private detective to figure out where her boyfriend and his son were but the detective concluded that they did not live in the city so they just didn't really exist or if they did they lived far away oh my god At one point while she was hanging out with her family, Lorena brought up her little sister's shoulder operation, only for her family to think that she was losing her mind because nobody in the family had ever had surgery. Wow. That's like something that's not even... Because if she was having a breakdown, why would you... Why would your brain be like, oh yeah, when your sister had a shoulder operation, you know what I mean? Like, fair enough, your job, your partner, your, you know whatever your comfort space that kind of thing your brain might be like no completely different you know but your sister's shoulder operation it's very specific right also all of her emails were very different her texts were different and everything else was just the same like the world was the same in that way she remembered you know the same car in the same place the same apartment but just everything else about her was different and after months passed She could only come up with one explanation, that she'd jumped into a parallel universe. And she knew nobody would believe her, even after she visited numerous doctors. So she went to an online forum to ask for help. And in her post, she mentioned everything I've just told you, and finished the post by saying, Please, if someone has had a a similar experience, please contact me to see what may may have happened to me. It was translated from Spanish, so it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. I can't find any pathology that matches my experience. For five months, I have been reading all the theories I have found, and I'm convinced that it has been a jump between planes or something, a decision or measure taken that has caused things to change. 
So I guess let's talk about ideas. So obviously we have to think, is it possible that she travelled to a parallel universe? Because we talked about this with the man from Tured. Yeah. Um, the multiverse theory that infinite universes existed. But could someone travel to one, especially unknowingly? Because she obviously didn't intend to. Well, I suppose if you're going to think along those lines, you also need to think about the Mandela effect. Well, yeah. So I guess there would be like an overlap of two realities and everything is the same, but small things kind of like what the Mandela effect is or people think it is, is that, you know, you kind of slip into a different parallel universe where everything's the same but small things. Well, yeah, because they they weren't big things. Like, I understand that obviously, you know, her changing partner or whatever, but it wasn't like she was with someone completely new. She was just back with her ex. And, like, she was still working in that office, but just in a different on a different floor. Yeah, so she would have had to fall into one that was, like, similar, yeah. the same world, the same sort of big stuff, but her life was just completely different because she had the same family. It was the same boyfriend. It was just she hadn't been with him for six months. Yeah, exactly. And the, she decorated differently. You know, she'd existed in that universe before and then just slipped into that reality. I yeah. guess, you know, if you believe that, it could also be hallucinations or amnesia or a weird dream. Or maybe the post is completely fake. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe it was just like a creepypasta type thing. It could be a hoax. I mean, it was put in it was put in a forum and it was just like, please help me. Here's what happened. You know, I'm 41. I'm, I do this in an office. This is what happened to me. I'm very stressed out. I'm hiring a detective to try and find my boyfriend, but he doesn't exist. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So what do you think? I really don't know, you know, because why would you make that up? I don't know. I say that about a lot of things because I personally do not just sit on the internet lying, but I guess people do make stuff up. I guess some people like the attention. Yeah. Because we're still talking about this. Yeah, true. I was thinking maybe... I'm not opposed to it being a, a different universe. Well, I think if it's true, if the post is true, which, you know, it's fun to believe in stuff, so why not? then yeah, I mean, it only makes sense that it's a, a parallel universe because everything else is the same. Well, as well, I'm presuming she lived with her boyfriend. No. She didn't? I don't think so. Right. She might have done, but it didn't mention that in the post. But still, I feel like, say it was a nervous breakdown, right? Say she started hallucinating or or whatever. Surely someone's going to notice your boyfriend or your friends or your family. Surely they're going to notice that you're having a breakdown. Surely it's not just going to happen one night. You wake up, you feel fine, you know, but yeah, these things are going on. It does feel a bit kind of like, well, maybe, but. Well, it's a whole process as well. Like it's not, if she hallucinated or had a breakdown, I don't, I don't know enough about those kind of things. I think to judge whether she'd hallucinate like five months of life breaking up with her boyfriend you know decorating a house different working in this office normal like boring everyday things yeah like getting a, a new boyfriend changing the bed sheets yeah why would you i mean if you were gonna hallucinate maybe i'm wrong i don't really know much I mean, about you it, don't but... really get to pick your hallucinations like oh yeah i'm sure do hallucinate mundane things but for five months and yeah then it's the four five months that is um a lot. Oh yeah, if it was like two days, maybe I could get on board with it. And you're just like, oh, it was a weird two days where I was hallucinating or dreaming, and then I just suddenly came to, and everything was different. But five months is a long time. 
to just forget everything. Yeah. And if she didn't have an accident, someone would have told her, surely. It could be, um, I don't know a powerful amount on it myself, but it could be like dissociative identity disorder. Okay. When like someone else is at the front, you know what I mean? She might have like, I, from what I know, it seems to be you're kind of on autopilot, like someone else is, is taking the lead. It's what everyone used to call split personality. Right. Or multiple personality, that kind of thing. Um, so it, maybe it was that, and maybe someone else had just taken the reins for five months, um, you know, but. Fair enough, I guess, possibly. I don't know, though, if she remembered, like, if the news was the same. Yeah, she remembered the news and stuff, and they were all the same. So it, she would have had to be aware that that was what was happening in the world the night before. Yeah, and then just overnight the bed sheets changed and stuff. Yeah, she just woke up in her room, but everything was different. I can't imagine how scary that would be also. Right? You're just like, oh, this is nice, but is someone in my house? Yeah, I don't Did I, don't I get know. up and change these? I don't even think I've bought these bedsheets before. Maybe it was like a super vivid dream. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I've lived out very long, specific dreams before. Yeah. Where it's been like at least like four months. Yeah, exactly. Like I've had dreams where it feels like I've been in the dream for a year. Yeah, and you wake up and you're like, where am I? Yeah, you're like, where am I? Who am I? Who are you? You know? Yeah. Very confused. So maybe it was that. I don't know. It could also be, I guess. I can't remember what it's called. It's like... When people... It's like a... I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like meditation. Except you, like, go somewhere else. Like astral No, travel. it's not called that. It's called, like... Oh, one second, I'll, I'll look it up shifting it's called shifting because you shift realities okay explain um i don't know too much about it i'm into like meditation and stuff but i have no desire to try any of this i've never looked into it but i remember it got popular because there was a bunch of teenagers doing it with hogwarts so they were learning how to put themselves into a state of consciousness where they could shift realities i guess it's similar to all like um astral production but not really so they would wake up in Hogwarts and live out like six months of life there with the cast of Harry Potter, like with the with the characters, and then wake up and it had been like 20 minutes in real life, but they lived out this entire thing and they were all super upset about it and there was a debate whether it was like normal to do that because if you're hating your life that bad and you want to go do something that like this, you should really be getting help. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, the see, to me that just kind of sounds like a, a guided dream. Um, I've forgotten what they're called as well. God, my brain is not working. A lucid dream? Wait, yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, I don't know. I don't really I don't really think that you're doing that if you're then returning to your body afterwards. You know what I mean? I and guess. And it's been like 20 minutes. But, yeah, I don't it, know. It is, a, it is a practice, but as I said, I don't know too much about it. And I, I didn't learn about it too much because I didn't expect to be talking about it because I only just thought about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. That was interesting. Yeah. I think it's a parallel universe. I think if it's real, then probably, yeah. But right. we can never verify the post, so. True. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. I like learning about stuff like that. Yeah. And if you like learning about stuff like that, go check out the other episodes. Yeah, for sure. And leave us a review on iTunes if you like the show. We would greatly appreciate that. And after you've done that, remember, don't listen before bed. Listen before bed. <laughs>